The new government has instructed uh, Te Pukinga to halt its multi-million dollar transformation, putting hundreds of jobs in limbo. Now, the organisation's chief executive uh, told staff yesterday they were considering what the change meant for recently hired staff and those due to be made redundant next year. The Tertiary Education Union says there is no clear direction going forward. Its National Secretary, Sandra Gray, joins us now. Uh, Kia ora, good morning. Good morning. Uh, yes, this uh, halt, if you like, what impact will it have for staff? I think what we will see is a lot of staff uh, throughout the network questioning whether they can continue on with uh, being part of the vocational education network. They've had four years of extreme disruption anyway, as uh, Tapukinga was created, and now they have a government putting out a call to halt to Pukinga, but not saying what comes next. And that's very, very, very unsettling for staff. They still have jobs, though, right? I mean, they've still got to teach students. Those Each individual course is going to continue. There's no sense that they're going to stop. No, absolutely. Uh, next year, these staff will be out teaching and supporting students, working with employers to make sure people have the skills needed to, to go into the workforce. So they have to carry on um, and carry on not knowing what will happen in 2025 or 2026. And that's a really hard place to be. So, you know, there is a very strong commitment to learners from staff in this sector, but their jobs have been really tough. We've seen greater numbers of people leaving the sector over the last few years anyway because of the ongoing change that's going on. Uh, I think that will just get worse despite that commitment to students. How much of this transformation has been done in your view? They have now decided and started to hire people for a completely new structure. We have seen, of course, um, all of the senior management teams at what were the former um, ITOs, the industry training organisations and the polytechnics, all those, of course, were made redundant uh, during this process. So there's been a major, major change in the sector in the last 18 months. Um, And now that apparently is not needed and something new is needed. Uh, We just need the Minister to get on and actually say how she's going to go about making sure that we are looking after Mm. learners, that we are looking after communities. Presumably there's a lot of branding out there. I mean, I've seen cars. Presumably there's a lot of uh, te pukinga branding that will have to be changed again. Look, uh, you know, there's a whole range of things that suddenly will have to be changed if the Minister is proposing individual polytechnics again and individual industry training organisations. That includes things like setting up CE offices, and that's a multi-million dollar job. That includes setting up councils and boards to run these, and again, that's a huge amount of money that will need to be poured into the sector, which is actually broke, and that is the problem. There isn't enough money to pooking it doesn't have enough money to run, but individual polytechnics and individual industry training organisations won't have enough money to run was there any Was there any sign that Te Pukunga was working in that it was saving money? Because obviously the indiv- when they were individual politics and training organisations, there were a lot of deficits, right? And the government was having to step in and help out, or there were, there were issues. So is there a, was, there a, was there signs of improvement? 
Certainly there was a requirement that uh, within the next five years Tapukinga would break even, but you're absolutely right, Corin. Prior to Tapukinga being set up, we saw institutions receiving multi-million dollar payouts. Um, and if you look at the balance sheets now, there isn't single polytechnic that would actually survive um, going back to being on its own as the funding model currently stands. And that's because we know the sector's underfunded. It's been underfunded for a couple of decades and no government has stepped in and fixed that. I mean, that is what National should be addressing, not the structure. Do you think it's realistic that it could go back to each individual polytech and and training organisation? I mean, or would there be some rationalisation here? Well, the Minister has made the announcement, National's made the announcement, no to Pukinga, without any cost-benefit analysis, without any projections of what it would look like or projections of a deficit. But as I say, right now we do know that none of those business units, as they call them, none of the individual polytechnics are actually uh, in surplus. They're all in deficit. So this is a very difficult financial position to put them in. What would uh, you prefer? Is there a halfway house structure, you know, regional groupings? What would be the preferred option? Look, I think there are some very creative ideas that have come out of staff over the years, including things like shared services. Um, Many of the staff are supportive of a unified curriculum so that you can put your efforts into working collaboratively. We certainly don't need to go back to a model where we have these, these public institutions, institutions working for communities, competing for money, competing for learners, competing for attention because that's wasteful and that doesn't deliver for our students and our communities. So, you know, we want the government to think sensibly about this and not to rush it. You know, they've only had their feet under the desk for a few days. They have no plan no information to give us on what might come next and how it will work. They need to slow right down and make sure they don't ruin all of those opportunities that education provides. Thank you, Sandra. Sandra Gray, the National Secretary for the Tertiary Education Union.